Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. The truth on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network is fueled by Joy. Joy Dog Food has been in business for many decades, since the 1940s. They've never had a recall. They only use 100% American-made products to bring you a dog food formula that is going to keep your hounds on their feet and performing at a high level late round bound the next bear race the next cat race whatever you got going joy can keep your dog fueled up i personally feed joy for this reason they are not afraid to get in the trenches and get in the fight they will show up at a local meeting where people are trying to pass tethering laws or uh, breeders bills or whatever and put their name on that and put their reputation on the line to support us so find Joy Dog Food on the internet, find that dealer locator, find a dealer near you. Go to joydogfood.com and keep those hounds fueled by joy. All right, Finley. Houndsman XP. The truth. The truth. The truth. <sighs> You couldn't have done that before I started hey, recording. If we're going to do something and go out right, we might as well go with the, every blooper, everything we've ever done. <laughs> All right. So, big announcement. It's not really that big. But talked to Chris the other day. And I just don't have time to do the truth episodes. I know it's even only, it's like two a month now. And I'm late. And I get one guest that backs out on me, and next thing you know, I'm missing that week, and Chris has got to fill in with something else. And so me and Chris talked the other day, and I'm like, dude, I just ain't got time. I said, love it. We're still friends. Still a wonderful podcast. Joy's still going to sponsor him. I'm still going to talk to Chris. I'm still going to help promote him every chance I get. But we're not doing any more recordings. Yep. This, and, this would be it. And I looked before I got here. This is the one, pretty much the one year, or the two year anniversary of the first Truth episode. Yep. So I've been doing it for two years. And the original thought on the Truth episodes was, you get, but you don't have social media much. You're thinking about diving into the world of Facebook. I'm thinking about it. It's hard for me to jump in. (laughs) That's like jumping in a damn pool of sharks. (laughs) I guarantee it. (laughs) But anyway, one of the reasons we started this is because I was getting on social media and people didn't understand high money coon hunts. Well, and I still don't think they do fully today. Mm-mm. Um, no, they don't. But I think we make progress. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think people got a better understanding why there is the higher end hunts. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a better understanding of why there is the levels. Yeah. Because everybody has their own level. Yeah. Some people just like to play on the bigger end of things. Mm-hmm. Some people like to play on the smaller end of things. And it, 
it didn't ruin our sport. No, sport. it progressed our sport. Yeah. It is, it, to be honest with you, there is more recognition out there for our sport because mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, it's no different to big time athlete getting paid a hundred or you know hundred million dollars. Yeah, that don't mean you. Can, that I mean, don't mean you can't go out and play twenty one in the yard with your kids. Exactly. <laughs> Just because. Uh, I don't know who plays in the NBA anymore. That's such a terrible league after Kobe died. <laughs> but just because one of those guys are getting $100 million for flopping every time they get touched doesn't mean you can't go out and shoot free throws with your kid in the driveway. Absolutely. Yeah. and, and we it's, it's the same way. We beat that to death. And I think, I honestly think the format for the truth, which the original format was, you were the first guest. Mm-hmm. And that was, actually, I was the first guest. Uh, Chris done the truth about competition coup hunting with me, and then we made it a whole thing where I did it every week. But the format has always been for me, find these guys, find these Michael Wards, Jason Darties, Jess Dickerson's, mm-hmm. uh, all these guys, Dual Murphy's, uh, I can't remember, who, just the list of guests that we've had on the truth is outstanding. But you find these guys, you sit down, and you figure out what makes them tick, how they came up, why they like the sport. And you humanize these guys that are only in magazines on Pro Hound, mm-hmm. and people don't know them, and it helped. I don't think it did. The best thing is, people got to know them. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't... I mean, you can look at somebody, and you can see them in the magazine, be jealous, yeah. and yada, 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 but the... To be honest with you, they are human. Finley, your popularity amongst coon hunters has been is at an all-time high because of this. Well, Everybody hated your guys. Yeah, I mean, but nobody really knew. I <laughs> no, mean, nobody people, actually knew you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just one of those guys that, you know, I'm quiet. Yeah, sometimes. Unless I voice my opinion. <laughs> yeah. But um, mainly, you know, at the hunts, I don't go around and talk mm-hmm. to a lot of people. I go up, sign up, get out of there. You know, I'm just not a big yep. social butterfly. I mean, that's just the way I am. I get less and less of that all the time. I used to like to enjoy go to hunts and, and picking people's brains and stuff, you know, a little bit, but anymore, man, it's show up deadline. And that's probably not the way to be. Yeah. But, you know, part of one of the, before I get to my next point, this point was that format sitting down, talking with an hour, two hours, sometimes three hours mm-hmm. with one of these handlers. Um, it's kind of run its course as far as there's only so many of these I can do. Absolutely. You know, when you figure I've done over 100 of them now probably, yep. just guessing, you know, around 100, how many top-tier handlers are there? You know, 60? Yeah, 60. You know, some of them I've done twice. There's been multiple. Uh, Ward, I think, was on twice, Maybe. I know Doherty was on twice, uh, and then he's done the joy stuff with me too. You know, but he, there's always something good there. I don't, yep. <laughs> he can be on there every week, and nobody'd get mad. The one that I probably enjoyed the most, actually, there's three of them that really stick out in my mind, is Jason's, yeah, the Frank Giddings, yeah, and the Kurt Erring. Yeah, the Kurt- I mean, the Kurt one was just fun to listen to. Yes, I mean because he. Kurt has a way with words. Yes, and he's animated. I mean, if... I wish I could have videoed that one. 
I don't because I would have laughed. I wouldn't have got a single thing out of what he said. Because just how he moves, you know, you'd hear him in the mic. He's like, because his face is going across the mic all the time. Yeah. Because he can't stand still and just talk in the mic. So I'm over here running the dial up, down, up, down, up, down on his volume the whole time. And it turned out pretty good. I was actually surprised. But yeah, that was one of the most popular ones. Then, of course, Jason's Shower Shoes and a Bible. That was the second, or no, third one I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sat down with you for the opener. Uh, I think Michael Ward was next. His was really good. And then Doherty's came. Yep. And just actually, Doherty was the first one I recorded. Uh, the audio sucked. And then uh, I did Ward. I had Ward recorded too. So I ran Ward that week and re recorded Jason. And I'm glad we mm-hmm. did. Uh, if you guys get a chance to go back and listen to that. Uh, the Shower Shoes and Bible episode was a good one. Yes. It was absolutely. very good. And then there's been, I don't know, countless others that were just so much fun to do. And uh, like right now, you got Bryce's doing the deep and lonely section. Um, there's all kinds of others that, you know, but like I can't do the stuff out in Indiana, Ohio all week because I like to do it in person. Yeah. The phone ones. Yeah, we do them, but, you know, they're not my favorite thing to do. And so, yeah, it's, uh, I'm trying to figure out, I'm going through the list now to see some of the good ones. Wes Hamilton and Brett Myers, that was a good one. Yeah, uh, if Brett would have talked a little more. Yeah, <laughs> Brett, you got you to really pull it out with Brett. Um, that was done. Let, let's talk about the other things that have changed in the last two years as far as the dogs. Because I remember Brett, I recorded Brett and Wes, uh, down at Sean Woods at the woodshed, mm-hmm. and I was hunting rain down there. Yep. Uh, got her in, got second to Jeremy there in the finals on, uh, was it Friday or Saturday? I can't even remember. I can't remember either. I lost one night, won another night, <clears throat> and got second when we hunted it off. But rain's gone. Rain's gone. Shock's retired. Retired. Since too old. Yeah. We've got a whole slew of different dogs. Yeah, Duds is gone. Yeah. You know, he passed away. The kennels look nothing like they did. We don't have a single dog in the kennels other than Shock and Con, who are both old and retired, mm-hmm. or burnt out and retired, however you want to do it. Them from our first episode. From our first episode, those are the yep. only two dogs we got. Yep, that I are mean, sitting in our kennels. Now we got right Hazel, Brandy, Angel, C, Vo, and Vo. Mm-hmm. Just completely different lineup. Yep. In two years, that's how fast that changes. We also went from winning a lot to not winning a lot. Yes. <laughs> Since March, it's been a struggle. Since Scent Scent went through that real bad stretch, and we never could really get her out of it there after January or February. And then I got her in down uh, down in March. I got her in. At oh, that, was it March? I, I thought I, it was February. Yeah. When I took uh, rain down to uh, um, where was it? Oh, Texas Texas yeah. A M University, and yeah, we had to put her down. And that's really the last <clears throat> damage we done. Oh you know, yeah, we haven't that, even once, been a once that once it got hot, scent was done. Yep. Uh, we went and our young dogs weren't there yet. We went and picked up Brandy, and then we picked up Vo, and they're going to patch it and get us through until these yeah. young dogs turn out. And I think we just picked up another one. What's that? Oh, smallpox. Oh yeah, smallpox. I forgot about her. That's a pretty good little dog. Yep. But she's up there in age too. I mean, we only got probably a good one year, good year run out of her. Yeah. So. But we got, I mean, we got gap fillers. We got two young ones that are coming on, and yep. we'll see what happens with them. But no, it is, because uh, I'm looking, July 26th was the first Truth episode to air of 2021. Yep. It's two years. 
Yep. It's been a good two years. Absolutely. And, I mean, to be honest with you, the number of people it's reached is pretty mm-hmm. unreal. The only complaint I have is, you know, part of this responsibility to shed coon hunting and not just a positive light, but a truthful light, mm-hmm. actually how it is. And maybe I'm just being naive and everything's sunshine and rainbows and all this crap, but the competition aspect of it has always been pretty good to me yes. and for me yep. and all my friends and family and all that stuff. Well, sometimes not family, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some of these handlers are just not getting a memo. And no. some of these people that encourage some of them aren't getting a memo either. And that is just so frustrating. Yeah. I mean, where, where we've gained uh, exposure, um, showing these guys in, in not a positive light, but ac- the actual light. That's why it's mm-hmm. called the truth. Uh, we've gained there, and we've gained all that, but we haven't really gained an awakening amongst some of the people that realize we're just trying to help. Yeah. And some of them don't, they just see what's right in front of them. You know, yeah. I just lost a major cast, and now yeah. I'm going to c- complain on Facebook, or I just did this, and, you know, now I'm down $15,000 because a judge made a call I don't want. Well, now we've lost quality judges. Yep. Uh, we're, we're picking up steam on people talking bad on the Internet because of this stuff. And I'm just, this is what we've been preaching for two years, and it's just not sinking in sometimes, and it drives me crazy. Well, one thing about it, <clears throat> you can't fix people. No. Um, that's, that's something that will never be done. And I think a lot of it is taking responsibility for your own actions. And your dog's actions. Yes. And I mean, granted, I mean, yeah. I used to be where if I got beat, I got screwed, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, or, but and that's fine if people think that. Right. But Just don't post it all over the place. But here's the deal. <laughs> As you grow older, yeah, and you make many mistakes, personally, mm-hmm. coon hunting, whatever... You learn to take responsibility for them. Mm-hmm. Until you can admit that and take your responsibility and get on the right track, yep. you ain't going to be worth shit. No, that's true too. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> if if I went out there, just for example, $100,000 hunt and made a bad call, yeah, it stings, mm-hmm. but you got to admit, I shouldn't have done that. Speaking of that... Quick, quick detour. Casey uh, was out at the uh, pro sport hunt. Yeah. Casey Stollard, you know. And mm-hmm. the first thing he asked is if Duds is still around. I said, no, he actually just died a couple months ago. Remember that time we was in the world hunt late round? I was like, you. God. He was like 15. I don't think he had a driver's license yet. Duds was what? He was young. It was right yep. after I won the first trader youth hunt or trader yep. pup hunt. Well, that'd been Bella was two. So, yeah. Or three. I mean, three. Bella was three. Three. Yeah. yeah, so that had been seven, eight years ago, nine mm-hmm. years, ten years. I don't know how old it was. It was a long time ago. Casey wasn't very old, and I made that. I didn't blame the judge or none of that stuff. I made a terrible call. Worst call in the history of calls, mm-hmm. and that's all because I forgot the score. Mm-hmm. I forgot about 50 minus Casey had took early in the cast. I'd done a great job handling before that. I was talking to Casey. I'd kept Crowbar in the cast walking along with us as a voting member, Got a circle or got a slick tree deleted. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've done all kinds of good stuff in that cast. Duds had treed a couple coons and stayed out of trouble. Uh, Casey had treed two coons or three coons, I think. Image was on his third, I think, but he had 
tree to, he left a tree with, that was a possum. And he draw he drew that fifty minus early in the cast that I'd forgot about because the six had caught him. Yep. And uh, I thought he had me on tiebreaker, and I treat Dudge running with like twenty two seconds left to go in the hunt. Yeah. <laughs> and lose yeah. it. Yeah, but but we've all been there. Yeah, we've, we've all, all made crappy all, calls. Yes, and that's the thing is, you live up to them, you move on. Yeah. And I think once you start admitting it. It makes a big difference. But it's not always an age thing. I've seen older handlers do the same thing. Well, I guess it's more about being at peace yeah. with yourself. I guess. Maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, you, let's talk about uh, Steve Yant and Eric Henry are my good friends. Mm-hmm. I love Steve to death. Eric's always treated me like gold, and so has Steve, and they still are. I mm-hmm. like those. Those are good dudes, and they got a good dog. Farmer's yeah. a good dog. And they didn't agree with the call I made on the panel in the pro sport hunt. Yep. And I still stand by it. I still think it was. Eric's going to disagree with me. And I've talked to Eric and Steve both about it. Eric called me. Eric finally texted me on that Sunday. Normally, my phone's off on Sundays. If anybody's trying to get a hold of Josh Michaelis through this Facebook Messenger or text or anything, my phone ain't on. Yeah. And if it is on, I'm not going to answer you. Because normally, I'm either traveling back from a hunt and I haven't slept all for 30 hours. Yep. Or I'm at home with the kids. So, yep. but anyway, Eric texted me Sunday night. And my phone was on and uh, I just called him and Eric, we, me and Eric had a conversation. Eric said, well, you know, I believe you were wrong. And, and I may have been, it was a tough call. Yep. I may have been wrong. Uh, I still would have made the same call again, but out of the truck, key to the moment, whatever. And, uh, Eric said, you know, I think you were wrong, but I don't believe you cheated. I don't believe you were doing it out of malice. Hell, I was rooting for him. Yeah, I wanted Farmer to win that cast, but yeah. that's not going to affect the way I, you know, make, make a decision on yeah. a panel or anything. Exactly. And uh, you know, me and Steve, we visited down at. We're, we're friends. Mm-hmm. We're still friends, yeah. and I still like those guys. But they were pretty mad for a while. Yeah. And Steve posted it on Facebook. I don't like that. I just. Yeah. It gets everybody a bad bad name and a bad rap, and I get it. That's a hard hit to take. Mm-hmm. Ninety thousand dollars. Yep. You know. And those dogs, I probably would have struck Farmer too. I don't yep. know. They sounded a ton alike. Yeah. I mean, a ton alike. But you know, these judges, these guides, these these are they're doing it for peanuts. Yeah. Compared to what they should be getting paid. And every time, just like I posted yesterday, I said, "Look, if one of you guys lose on Friday night, don't go home." Yeah. Pro Sport PKC, even UKC, whatever, they yep. would love to have a qualified judge. There's yep. not enough of them. You want the judging to be better? Go judge some. Yep. I'm not doing it anymore. Really, it with people getting on social media and stuff, it makes it hard on some people. Well, what am I going to do as a representative of Joy Dog Food, as a representative of Houseman XP, and as a man that's really made a name for myself on my honesty? Yeah. What? what how's that going to look when someone gets on the internet and starts calling me a crook and a liar? Because even if it's not true... And ninety nine percent of the people know it's not true. There's gonna be a hundred people that be like, "That's why I don't buy joy dog food," or "That's yeah. why I don't listen to this." And the same reason they called us an elitist and all that other stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, and if they really knew me, they'd know I'm not an elitist. No, no, no. You should see Jed's friends. <laughs> <laughs> you should see what I wear ninety percent of the time. Yeah. But it's just. We haven't made enough gains there, and we're, yep. we all we can do is just keep trying. Yep, and the thing is, all we can do is try to move it forward. 
and don't let anybody back us up. Yeah. Where I we mean, really where we have gained is the youth events. Absolutely. Our the youth events are yeah. absolutely phenomenal right now. Yeah. I mean, there is opportunity after opportunity after opportunity for these kids. And the thing is, you're seeing a lot of new faces. Yep. A ton of them. Yeah, lots of new faces. And that's a great thing for our yeah. sport. And people don't understand. You know what? Show up and help out on those. Yeah. And you'll be amazed on the sportsmanship. Yeah. And it brings you back. I mean. These kids I'm are gonna, way better than we were at 13 oh, to 16 absolutely. years old. <laughs> absolutely. But if you look back at like, uh, I'm going to take the Memphis one, mm-hmm. for example. Hudson wins his first cast. Every handler in that cast, one of the handlers that was winning the cast has found, found the winning coon. Yeah. You don't see that a lot of times with the grown-ups. No. They're not helping to find a coon for somebody, especially when it's for somebody else to win. Yeah. But that kid went in there, found the coon for Hudson, went up, shook his hand, congratulations, buddy. I mean, the sportsmanship like that is what makes all these youth events worth it. And it makes... And these kids are learning... I mean, I give a lot of kudos to the parents. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, really, if you really think about it. Oh, yeah. They're, they're raising good kids. Yeah. Some of these kids, though, show up without parents. Yeah. Some but, of these kids have a rough home yeah, life. Exactly. And this gives them an outlet. How many good handlers are so good about taking that local kid to a hunt mm-hmm. and getting him in amongst normal folks and yep. treating him like his own and stuff yep. like that? They do great. Yep. And then you look at, you take uh, Youth Nationals, another example. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was on all them casts down there and Every one of them was a good cast. Yeah. All them kids were appreciative. They were thanking everybody. You know, that's what it's all about. And yeah. I think if you, uh, as a handler in the grown-up division, go to a few of those hunts and see what it's like. Yeah. Because it makes a big difference. Oh, you have yeah. a different perspective on things when, after you do it. Well, just like this weekend, we got our youth doubleheader there for the Missouri series <laughs> deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Saturday night there at Mercer. So yep. a little air or it'll be the day after this airs, uh, Jace Davis is going to hunt in it. Yeah. That's a local kid, never been in a competition nope. coon hunt. Uh, he hunts, he hunted with me a couple nights. He hunts with Jeremy every now and then. He's actually got a littermate sister to hobo. Yeah. And uh, she's in heat, so he's going to hunt Josie. Yeah. You know, here's here's this kid out here with, you know, Josie Wales, one of the toppest, one of the top reproducing dogs on the planet right now. Yeah. And he's going to turn him loose in an hour cast in his first hunt. Yeah. And, you know, that's just because the opportunity arose. Yeah. You know, that that's a kid that... And he's guided, he guided for us yeah, at the pro sport Yeah, he guided for hunt. us at the pro sport I hunt. mean, the, yep. he's a great kid. Mm-hmm. And his dad used to hunt with me back in the day, way back in the day. His dad was a year older than me, Matthew, on our, we played basketball together on the same teams and everything. And had some blue ticks that were junk, and my dogs weren't very good back then either. But yeah, his dad had hunted back in the day, and now here I am going over to his dad's house to pick up his son to take mm-hmm. him hunting. That's just cool. Yeah, and but but you remembered from when you mm-hmm. were a kid, you know, and that's what it's all about. Yep. So we've made progress there. Uh, we've made progress in the exposure of these big events, but there's still a lot of work to do. Oh, absolutely. There's and it's. It's never going to stop. No. No, no, nothing is ever going to be This perfect. guy's going to stop one of these days. <laughs> one of these days, Josh Michaelis is going to delete all his social media, switch phone numbers, get a, uh, what's them old people phones? A jitterbug. A jitterbug. I'm going to get a jitterbug with the big mm-hmm. numbers on it that you yep. can't even text on. Yep. You can either call me 
<laughs> which I probably won't answer unless it's my kids or somebody. And then uh, I'm riding off into the sunset. Yeah. Done deal. Jerry Mall's posting a lot on Facebook lately, and I think he's wanting to come back. I'm not going to be Jerry Mall. No. When I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I'll coon hunt some pups for fun, and I may go to a hunt every now and then, but I'll be like, uh, you see them guys that enter and you never actually see them at the hunt? Yeah. That would be that guy. Like Doug Jackson yeah. or somebody like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet him at the Casey's at yeah. 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be me. Yeah, and I, you know, I've gotten to that point. Yeah. You know, I don't go to the hunts like I used to. Um, part of it, I didn't have a damn dog worth it. It is cyclical. You know, that means that it comes and goes. Oh, okay. I was going to say, <laughs> what in the hell are you talking about? It goes in cycles. Yeah. Uh, the drive to hunt every night to, for a lot of us, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's Zach McBees yeah. and there's Lane Denny's and there's these guys that are going to hunt six, seven nights a week, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But 85, 90% of us are, we're, we, we have ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. It comes and goes. Yep. Uh, right now I'm hunting really hard. I'm enjoying it. Yep. Uh, I love Brandy much more than you do. Yeah. Um, I like my young dog. Uh, I want to get back in the winter circle. Haven't been there for a while. Yeah. And so we're working at it. Yeah. You know, but who knows what's going to happen at this time next year. Right. That's exactly you right. You know, am I always going to coon hunt? Yes, I think I will. But we've had a lot of, in two years, we've had a lot of stuff change in our lives. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we have, we both have had obligations that we had to fulfill and, you yeah. know, and that's just part of it. Well, you know, now I'm in the situation where I'm not single, but I'm a single dad. Me and Stacy mm-hmm. don't live together. Um, the kids, I've got two children that I wake up, I get dressed, I braid Treatance's hair, I get them to school, I get Jace to work, I'm taking them to jujitsu practice, I'm taking them to softball, mm-hmm. I'm doing all this stuff with them. Uh, I've got a, a job that's not demanding. Uh, I love my job, it's enjoyable, but it's a busy job. Yes. You know, uh, and I want to be busy because Wade treats us so good. Mm-hmm. And it's a company I believe in and I love working for. So I'm, I'm wanting to put forth all that effort with them. And, you know, something, you can't just do everything. Right. You also got to take care of yourself. Yep. You know, you got to sleep. You got to <laughs> eat right. You got to do all that stuff to keep yourself physically and mentally in check. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's quite the tap dance to pull sometimes. Absolutely. You know. And I mean, here, the sleep portion... I mean, when you're getting dogs ready and getting them right, yeah. it's tough. When you got two kids to wake up at 6.45 for school, mm-hmm. it's hard to hunt until 2 or 3 in the morning. It is. You know, and then go to work after that. Yeah. And do we do it? Yeah. Not healthy. <laughs> Not good well, for you. I don't know if uh, if I would necessarily say I had to go to work after that. <laughs> no, you, don't, you wake <laughs> up at 10, you're like, man, I didn't sleep. Hey, I always got up night. with the kids and took them to school if I could. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's... One thing about it is, you know, we've had other obligations. We've slowed down a little bit. We didn't hunt as hard as what we probably should have, but... Up until what? When did we get Brandy? March? March, yeah. I've hunted pretty steady since March. Absolutely. And was hunting, but really, I didn't have anything to hunt until we got her. Well, we didn't. After rain Once once scent went back. Yeah, scent went back after nationals. Yeah, you know, that was it. But I don't know. She's got me pumped up. I just like all the heart. Dog's got heart. Well, I can spades. tell you right now, I got one out back that has heart and has a decent mind behind her. We don't know about the heart part yet. We cut her loose and her foot was swelled up 
how big? And she went, Oh, Vo. You're yeah. talking about Vo. Oh, yeah. yeah no, Vo does have, she's yeah. got plenty. I thought you were talking about C. Oh, no, no, no. Well, you no. don't know if them pups got any heart yet or not. <clears throat> no, but I they mean, may have all loads of talent, but, but they ain't had a rough night. It's all fun and games right yeah. now for them. But you look at Vo, I mean, she, that foot was swelled up that night, and you're like, Don't cut her loose. Yeah, I cut her loose, and she was a. What was she, one point yeah, something? Yeah, she's over a mile. She's all the way up there by the hay shed, and we cut loose on the south end. Yeah, so, I mean, she got the heart to get going yeah. and get going. No, and... I like that dog. I do, too. Yep. The Truth on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network is proud to partner with Cajun Lights. Cajun Lights can outfit all of your hunting light needs, everything from the high-quality Rogaroo, super bright, super versatile, They've got a Bayou, which is a mid-range price light. And then one of my personal favorites is the Micro Gator. I use that for big game hunting, finding tracks, just uh, general use. If I need a light on my head, I'm grabbing my Micro Gator. I've looked for bear tracks in that thing, lion tracks, cat tracks, coon hunting with it, hog hunting with it at night. I've even used it to work on the plumbing in the house. Super bright, super dependable. Everything that LW sells down there is high quality and the customer service is second to none. Every week I'm getting notifications that they're adding new items to their store. They've got briar proof clothing coming out. They got a jacket out right now that's really nice. I put the vest through the paces this last bear season and coon season. Couldn't be happier with that. I can't find anything there that I that I don't like. And I like dealing with lw nixon and cajun lights so check them out you can go to houndsmanxp.com you can follow that link to cajun lights right from our website check them out folks as competitors we're always looking for the next thing that can give us an edge to reduce those variables and increase our chances of success getting our picture taken in the next big payday onyx maps can help you do that onyx is packed with features including their detailed mapping showing terrain features and landowner information. You can actually use Onyx to scout for your next big event. Lock down your own permission from those landowners and guide your cast. I always like to guide a cast if I can. Go and pre-hunt those areas, know what my dog's going to do, where he's going to be, where the den trees are. Everything's there, folks. You can go to onxmaps.com, use the promo code HXP20, and get 20% off of your next subscription for Onyx. Know where you stand with Onyx. We were able to find a couple dogs that don't, nothing's ever going to suit us completely, but a couple dogs we can get along with. Oh, yeah. And I think I think by the time we're done, I think I'm positive Vo's going to suit me. Because yeah. I've seen things out of her that remind me of, her daddy of rain, you know, all that other stuff. They, they just mm -hmm. got that, that thing that triggers you. We also have another thing that's going to keep me pumped up is Hazel's in heat right now. Yeah. I'll yep. bring Colin over on Friday. Yep. Uh, I need to call Brandon and tell him we're going to make that cross. It's his dog. He don't even know yep. we're doing it yet, but I know he don't care. Uh, he's going to want a pup or two, I'm sure. Yep. But Con's had one litter. Mm -hmm. and he had one male dog out of that litter who yep. was a coon tree and machine but i was going through the divorce at the time yep 
Uh, he was what six months old. Yeah, six seven months old. Yeah, and Eight? I I was hunting him. Yeah, I was hunting him pretty hard up until I realized that <laughs> you know I'm getting ready to sell half my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and so I called you and I said, Jed, I don't want to get rid of this pup, but I can't do nothing with him. And they were kind enough to take him down to Oklahoma hunting yep. for us. Uh, you took him down there for me, and then when we got him back, he just he wasn't there yet. I went to hunting him. He got the tree and coons by himself, and the dog covered mm-hmm. too much. Yep, and I don't know. If genetically i don't think that would be an issue it was probably something to do with that time that he was down and nothing against those guys they done a huge solid hunt in that dog but they probably do it a little different than we do Mm -hmm. and uh so i sold him only male pup out of con and that's five generations of that stuff coming from skipper you know you're Mm -hmm. looking at skipper deuce duds con and then son yep and i want another great big pretty loud male dog out of con I got to have one. I just hope it's white. It ain't going to be white. You know it ain't going to be white coming out of them two. They no. didn't. We, I guess we got some white ones coming out of her. And, and she threw white in her first litter, too, yeah, they said. I'm telling you, there's going to be a white one. White no, and blue going, eyes. It ain't staying in my house. It ain't coming here, either. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I got my hands full with what I got. So we got that coming up. That's going to keep me excited. And we know she's a reproducer because, mm-hmm. I mean, the litter out of shock's doing real well. Yeah. Um, and I, she is a natural coon dog. Absolutely. She's, she's, she ain't a competition dog. She can't, she would have been. Yes. But at her stage in her life, yeah. she is more of a, let's go out tree coons and have fun dog. Yeah. Um, and done youth her, hunts. Yeah, I mean, she done does her fair share of winning. Yeah. I mean, she does well yeah. in the youth hunts and stuff, but I think to get to the, you know, for, what we're what we do, yeah, you know, with the higher end entries. Ten years ago, mm-hmm. total different dog. That dog, it, the, Hazel, right now, ten years ago, is going to win half her casts. I would say probably or more better. than that. Yeah, because you know, she trees a lot of coons. She's a thirty, forty thousand dollar type dog winnings. Mm-hmm. She's a platinum champion. Yeah, uh, she's fairly accurate in the cast. Uh, she trees coons as she comes to them. She gets struck pretty good, mm-hmm. but she's going to make an extra tree. And then she's going to take some time that she shouldn't be taking. And right now, the level of competition has changed. Absolutely. These dogs are too fast. They're too good. They're too yep. quick. And she can't keep up. Yeah. And I mean, a little bit of it's her age. Mm-hmm. She ain't no spring chicken. It is. And I mean, she's eight years old. She's a dynamic tree dog. Mm-hmm. And no, that goes old slobber fly. Oh, yeah. I goes through it. spells. You know, her heat cycle, ever since her heat cycle, she's never went through a spell of inaccuracy. And you can always tell when that he's mm-hmm. a little have a coon. Yeah. She trees the same way, but how she moves the track and yeah. how she trees it and stuff like that. You Without know, even pulling her off a tree, she knows yeah. when she don't Yeah, it. she knows. It's kind of like Brandy when she trees a possum. Yes. <laughs> we were hunting. Brandy's treed one possum when I was with her. And two when you were with her. Yeah, and two skunks. And two skunks. So I think it's just when you're around. I, I tell you what, I don't have to be around her. But I'm it was a saying. huge tree. Oh, ginormous. Yes. Josh searched it, that thing and for I'm, hours. I'd search it and look through the thermal jig. goes, it's this possum right here. And it was on a limb that come off that tree, you know, way out here, you know. off. I'm like, I'm making sure there ain't a coon up there first. And I look and look and look and look and look. And I say, oh, you're right. I think it is the possum. And I immediately, as soon as I took my leash off to go leash Brandy, she quit treeing and laid down yeah. <laughs> and was trying to get out of there. I'm like... Definitely the possum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sad part is the dog knows when she does wrong, but she just she can't help herself. That's heart. 
Oh, yeah. Sometimes they would just um, rather take the corrections because yeah. they got heart. Oh, yeah. Extreme. <laughs> I call that idiot. But, no, it's been a good two years with Houndsman XP, mm-hmm. and I've no doubt that these guys, Houndsman XP is going to be just fine without Josh Michaelis. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're doing a fantastic I mean, job. I mean, you're an elitist and everything yes. else. So you, I mean, but you look, hey, the ratings will probably go up. Yeah, they probably <laughs> will. But you look at, because when we first started, it was me, Seth, Lauren, Chris. And that was it. You know, and we'd done two episodes a week. Mm-hmm. It was the Monday podcast and the Friday podcast. It yep. was the Houndsman XP on Monday and the, Tru- or the Truth on Friday. And now they're doing podcasts, I don't know, like three or four days a week. They've got a full staff. They've got a guy doing, you know, all their media stuff mm-hmm. and their social media stuff. And they're doing great. It's impressive. Yeah. You know, you got Seth still there. Chris is still there. Uh, Lauren's gone. But, you know, Heath doing Heath does a fantastic job on Wednesday. Bryce is chipping in. I mean, they're, they've got plenty of help. Chad Reynolds, all those guys. Shorty Gorms, mm-hmm. you know, back. Yeah. And... One thing that I do appreciate about Houndsman XP is all the cool friends we've made yep. doing this. Yep. You know, I can text Shorty Gorm right now. He's going he's gonna to call me right back. And he's a cool guy, interesting guy, good dog man. Mm-hmm. I had no idea he was even like a thing. <laughs> I didn't know Shorty was famous, you know. <laughs> I'm over there talking to him on the phone at camp one time. Kevin's like, who's that? I'm like, Shorty Gorm. He goes, what? <laughs> Shorty Gorm, the bullfighter? I said, I don't know. Did he do that? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's been a wonderful experience. Chris has been really good to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, we really appreciate the platform that he's gave me and you. And you know, how many of our friends have been on this podcast? You know, a you lot. look at Zane and and John Brookman, and yep. you know, all Brook- these. I forgot about the Brookie <laughs> one. God, that was a good one too. I got a Brookman update. Uh oh. So Brookman, one of the best storytellers to probably ever grace this earth. And I didn't do a big outline of Brookman on how I was raised coon hunting in Brookman. I remember the first time I went coon hunting without my grandpa Chuck, I think I was like nine years old and Brookman threw me in the trunk or threw the dogs in the trunk of an old Ford LTD <laughs> or the back seat or whatever. We drove out there and turned loose at the concrete bridge below Hartley's and treed along that slough. And, and you know, I grew up around him. Yeah. And so I don't think much of John, but he's such an oddity to everybody else. But he was living in Jeremy's uh, shed out there where he's got that living quarters and uh, helping Jeremy with the farm work and doing all the stuff that Brookman's always done. And, you know, he's always came and gone. We'd go Absolutely. two, three years. Remember, we had the John Brookman Memorial hunt because yep. we thought he died that one yep. time. Yeah. And then he showed up to the next year's John <laughs> yep. Brookman Memorial because we had ribs. But uh, he just left a note for Jeremy, said, don't call, don't text, leave me alone. And he wasn't mad. Yeah. He was just going off grid again. Yeah. Gone. That was, I don't know, six months ago. Yeah. No one's heard or seen from him yet. So we may have to fire up the old John Brookman Memorial. And bring again. him back. <laughs> bring him back. I can tell you right now, he's he's a good one. He is a um, good one. I'll never forget that time he came to your house and need to need to use your debit card. Oh yeah. Yeah. My then wife was in the because Brookman's Brookman ain't no thief. No. He wouldn't steal a dime not. from you. Now he'll he'll bum off of you. Mm-hmm. and uh, I don't really have, I think he's paid Jeremy back everything, you know, and he's paid most people back. I don't know if he still owes me money or not. Frankly, I don't care. But uh, John shows up, and I'm just in the house, watch TV, and he comes in, and what John does, he comes in, he tells you how good you are at everything, and I was the greatest directional driller of all time at that time, and probably one of the best coon hunters and probably the best bird dog man, I think. 
by the time John got telling all the stories, great about me. And I asked if I could spot him a hundred. I said, yeah, John. I said, here's my card. Uh, go up to Casey's. I said, just get it out of the ATM. I don't have no cash with me. I said, just get it out of the ATM and bring me back a coat. And he said, all right, I'll be right back. And as he was walking out the door, he peeked his head back in. He goes, the pen's still 80, 90, right? And I was like, yep, that's it. And he shut the door. My ex-wife was sitting in there with me. We were still married at the time. She looks at me. She goes, why does John Brookman know the pen to my tier to our debit card? <laughs> I said, don't worry. John will come back with $98.77 in his pocket yeah. and $1.23 off of that for the drink yeah. and a receipt. Yeah. I said, you don't have to worry about John, but he can remember everything. Yeah. If it's a number, Brookman remember. can remember it. But yeah, he went up, got his 100 bucks, brought it back. Yeah. Not even a problem. Yeah. <laughs> But no, we've had all kinds of characters on this Mm -hmm. and from very informative podcasts too. You know, you're talking to, when we're talking about Shorty, about how the differences between how we start pups out West and here and all that stuff, um, how you get a dog ready for an event, you know, all, all the great stuff and tactics and, but we've also, you know, discussed how a friendship starts from coon hunting, Yeah, you know, like with Kevin and I and you and everything if it wasn't for coon hunting yeah we'd have never had half the stuff we do yep and i mean what we may have twice the stuff we do well that's probably true (laughs) that could be a very i mean yeah but i mean it's a it's a small world for us Mm -hmm. and from outside people looking in they don't really understand it but i hope they got a better understanding of it because yeah. coon hunters, if something happens to a yeah. fellow coon hunter, like them or not, everybody steps up to the plate. Yes. You know, my best friend, right across the table from me. Yep. I met because of Duds and Trader. Yep. Who were buried right next to each other out at the cabin right yep. now where we held the first Trader pup hunt. Yep. Um, you know, me and my brother can call and talk on the phone about coon dogs when yep. we have nothing else in common because I hate horses. <laughs> uh we've met all kinds of just like kevin down at camp yeah you know all i mean kinds they of raised like me that. oh yeah they ain't got you raised yet miss <laughs> karen's still working on that hey they're trying <laughs> though they're trying but we want to give that to everybody else too yeah absolutely and it's just jason's talked about it numerous times on podcasts about how it kept him out of trouble and mm-hmm. how these dogs have been gifts you know that we've they been are. given and they are I know it doesn't seem like it. Last night when I was trying to get through that blackberry thicket to get mm-hmm. to Brandy and it took me 200 or to go 200 yards took me like a 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't didn't think of the gift then, but they are. You know, they give time with families. Mm-hmm. You know, we just finished the Joy podcast with Chuck and Don and Colton Dunlap mm-hmm. and how close-knit they are because not just because of the hounds. They probably would have been anyway, but it, it gives them an outlet and something yep. to do together. And I suppose it's the same with all sports, maybe. I don't know, but I ain't calling any of my old basketball teammates no. to help me fix a flat. No. You know, it's just not the but same. It, I mean, if you look at what you grew up with and then you look at where you're at now, mm-hmm. there's a different bond between the people you have now than what there you had is, when you yeah. grew up. Yeah. I would, and I don't, people say. Do you go to your class reunions? I haven't been to one. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's it it's a different, different. I don't know. I don't even, it's hard to explain. You can't really it's explain a, it. It's a community. Yeah. And a culture combined, I mm-hmm. think, would be one way to explain it. 
but when you're inside of it, you, it's different than looking in from the outside looking in. Yeah. And, you know, these guys, and we love pleasure hunters, and we love mm-hmm. guys that don't compete at the events that we do. And, you know, we want all them guys to, to enjoy their part of the sport the way we do ours. Yep. But there's not a difference between them and us, really. Absolutely not. You know, the, the difference is not as big as people think. No. And, and we'd still, I mean, if it's a local pleasure hunter, we'd still help them out. Oh, yeah. If something and, and happened. And we do. And we do it. I mean, anything anybody needs, yeah. we'll do. One of my best friends is a local pleasure hunter, Mike Noe. Yeah. Who's <laughs> a joy distributor who absolutely won't hardly go to a hunt. Yeah. And has one of the better coon dogs in he the county. He has a good one. He's actually up north. Old Oddball is. They got some guy because Noe won't hunt in the summer. Yeah. And that guy, well, I guess, was texting him here a while back and asked what he'd done. And, you know, when the weeds or something like that, he's like, hell, I don't know. Dog's <laughs> never been hunted between. You know, May and October. Yeah. Dog don't get hunted. Nope. He likes that winter. But he's got, I think he made him a PKC champion and has got three or four wins towards his five for the tournament of champions. Yeah. That's a good dog. He is a good dog. That's one of of the better dogs I've been with as far as consistency. Yeah. Now that sucker will walk you to death sometimes. Especially if you send something behind him barking. Uh Uh-huh. I remember one night he went. He was over four miles from where we turned him loose. And, but when he does it, you just don't know why. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a dog anywhere near him that night. Yeah. And he hit an opening and straight line four miles. Yeah. And we turned him loose at the south end of the hay shed or north end of the hay shed. And he was all the way over there on like two black tops over along Eve by Jared's house. I mean, just no, he goes, I don't know what he did. Heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got heart. I'll give him that. But no, there's. Well, the only other thing I can think of, and I have a hard time appreciating the position that I'm in, because what would we have done 20 years ago when we were kids, 25 years ago, to be in the position that we're at now? I think it's the path you walk. It may be, but... I mean, you look at guys that, you know, I go to the pro sport hunt, and even if I'm not in it, and I'm not competing, which I'd rather be competing... um, I get to go out and watch the best dogs in the planet yeah. hunt for a pickup every time they do it. Yeah. And I get to sit behind the camera and watch the top handlers, top dogs, mm-hmm. best of the best, live. Yeah. And I have, every time I'm strapping the boots on, I'm just like, oh, this is going to suck. Yeah. But it shouldn't be that way. Well, I think <clears throat> with the recent events of my life, you come. To, I have come to appreciate... I, I'd appreciate more. if you'd turn your phone on silent instead of vibrate. I thought it was on silent. Is that yours? No, mine's oh. on silent. Oh, anyway. <laughs> but I've I've become to appreciate, be more proud of myself, appreciate, you know, it's there's a lot of little things in life that you take for granted. Mm-hmm. And I think one of them is, just like we talked the other night, <clears throat> when we go cut a dog loose... You appreciate, I appreciate it more now than I ever, I mean, yeah. I have for a long time. But that and taking, you know, your accomplishments and being proud of what you've accomplished and not looking for, you know, I got to win another truck. I got to win another nationals. Yeah. There's so many people who haven't done that. You got to be proud of that and appreciative of it. There's guys, but I've there's never, guys that just still are at the stage of their career where they just want to get their 500 one on their dog, so it's got yep. a title. Yep. And that's just as big a deal of them as yes. it is for me to get into the finals of the 
the wife appreciation hunt down yep. in Kentucky. But I mean, just it, a big a deal. Yeah, but I mean, to me, it's you got to appreciate. I think yeah. our appreciation levels change, and you got to have something happen to make you appreciate it. I think we go and we just keep reaching for which that's what makes people good you know like what drives dustin weed that is the winningest handler of pretty much all time money wise he is ain't he yeah. he has to be yeah. has to be yeah a young man too well but to go in there i know when it's all you know yeah i mean money I mean, drives it that's his yeah. living and stuff yeah but that's a guy that still coon hunts through the week and does all the hard stuff and you but know, I mean, what, uh, what, he, that's his job. Yeah, I know it's his job, but there's days I don't want to go to work. Well, <laughs> yeah. And so that drive to to keep, you know, when when have you made it? You know, that when is when does someone decide that they've made it? Because if I'm in my position that I'm in now, twenty years ago, I'd been like, I've made it. Yeah. My my living is coon hunting. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. Uh, I cover coon hunts. I participate in coon hunts. I hunt dogs for people. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And it's a, that was always my dream. Yeah. And I knew I would get there someday. And now I'm here, but now I kind of still want more. I want to get back in the winter circle. I want to do this. I want to do that. But you got to have some sort of, you know, there's got to be some, there's got to be some balance there too. Yeah. And you got to appreciate Last night I sat in the yard and ate with the kids, you yeah. know, off the grill. Yeah. And, you know, you got to appreciate that hey. stuff too. It might be as simple as waking up and making a coffee in the morning. Oh, I appreciate that every morning. But I mean, you should there, see my coffee making <laughs> process, though. I'm I'm a coffee. Yeah. I am a coffee. But elitist. I mean, it's there's lots of little things that once you start mm-hmm. appreciating them, everything else is, you know. Yeah, it's all minor. Yeah, you know, the, nothing's the end of the world. I preach that to Stacy all the time too. <laughs> she well, worries one about thing, everything. One thing about it, money doesn't fix happiness. No, no, and. You know me, I've never really been driven by money at all. I don't care. Nope. If, I've never cared if I had a bunch or a little. Nope. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons that I am satisfied most of the time. Mm-hmm. So as long as I got some place to sleep where it ain't raining on me yep. and it's warm in the winter <laughs> and my kids are healthy and happy, yeah, I don't really care about nothing else. Yeah, You know, if they shut the lights off tomorrow and I had to switch to kerosene, it wouldn't bother me. I got a wood stove. Yep. You know, I'll yep. be all right. Yeah, And so... Yeah, that's part of it too. But money also drives this sport. Yes, but it ain't everything. No, it ain't everything. And what people don't understand, I think, is these handlers like myself and you, um, anybody that's in this, they're not in it for the money. Absolutely not. You think Ike Rainey needs that money? No. You think John Strickland or Jed Finley or any of these guys really need that money? it's, It's not about the money. No. If Gerald Yoder and Burdens don't win another it's, cast, I bet Gerald's still fine financially. I can tell you what, what it is. The competitive side of a human nature. It is, and it's prestige. You, they uh, want, I mean, you know what? I really don't give a shit if I'm, you know, if everybody... I don't, look, I don't at this point in my life, but I, I, I was at one at point. At one point, I yeah. Wanna I, see, I want to yeah. see my name in the lights. Well, yeah, but at one point I was, but I mean, anymore, it's more about me going out, testing my dog. Yeah. Against the best and best the best. And it's gotten to where I want to, just like I'm hunting with Cody Stollard uh, Saturday night, and he's got some dog that I've, nobody's ever heard of. And it is just like every other dog I've ever seen a Stollard turn loose. Mm-hmm. It just flies around, it trees coons, it does its job. 
It had a little more flash and dash than the other ones. Huge mouth, big locate, all that stuff. Good dog. But I've hunted with Shot Through the World. I've hunted with Osage. I've hunted with Joe. I've hunted with Image. And now I've hunted with Willie. And they all do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, how does this guy do that? They find the right dog for him. That may be, or do they make that dog? for them they could yeah i but mean either way either them. way that is impressive yeah you see these guys that have the same style of dog same kind mm -hmm. of dog and they do the same thing and jeff's jeff's in the semifinals too with hooker and mm -hmm. he was bragging on her about how he liked her now she treated that house cat for 200 out of the truck that hurt but i'm thinking this dog's probably the same as his last dog mm -hmm. and his dog before that and his dog before that but if you look at everything that I've ever turned loose. Yeah, they're always the same. They're always the same style of dog. Quarter strike dog. Uh, be alone. Yeah. Tree one more coon than everything else. Yeah, but I mean, that's the, that's my style. That's yeah. what I got to have. So I don't know that's what, what my, I look for. I don't know what my style is yet. <laughs> Duds is my style. Yeah. Duds is action-packed, big mouth, yeah. bells and whistles. He just didn't have the right mentality for it. But that's mm -hmm. the kind of dog I'm looking for. Yeah. Track, talent, accuracy big okay just yeah. that and the whole world knows that sucker's treed that's what i want yeah when duds came true treat the world knew it. there were yeah. people waking up in china going that dog's treed <laughs> i don't know if they heard him that far but it was close it was close but that was that's the style i want but i'll take anything brandy's not that style i don't even know when brandy's treed <laughs> no i do better than you do with it oh man you tree running all the time what a pleasure hunting. oh don't get me started on that dog. <laughs> this is our last one. Let's make it pleasurable. <laughs> I love her. She's my baby. But no, there's, I mean, I think everybody has their own style of dog. And that's another thing. What makes you happy, keep it. Yeah. Don't try to change. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, they had a certain style and now they've changed with the times. Mm-hmm. I'm not changing with the times. I'm staying with what makes me happy, what I can go out and pleasure hunt with, you know, and enjoy. Yeah. Stick with your style. I'm obviously they still win. Oh yeah, they still win. <clears throat> Dogs of tree coons are always gonna win. Yeah. No matter how they go about doing it. Yep. Um, you can you can dive deep you know uh, if a dog's a really good strike dog it's got to make one less tree with the coon if a dog's a poor strike dog it's just mm -hmm. got to tree that extra coon a dog needs this a dog needs that they just got to go out there and tree coons with distractions around them yep that's it yep. you go out there and colton dunlap uh, said it best when he said a, a dog's just got to be focused on tree and coons and that's mm -hmm. what made con so great as a one-year-old mm -hmm. not the most talented dog no nope. but he was focused. but he was focused all he wanted to do is go tree coons yep that's what make Bella great. Mm -hmm. Bella was not always the most talented dog, but she didn't care about nothing but tree and coons most mm -hmm. of the time. Sometimes she wasn't as good at it. Yes, yeah, sometimes she was focused on running in a bean field. For yeah, hours. but she was trying to tree a coon. Yeah. She just didn't know how to go about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Sense yeah. the same way, Yeah, you know, and those dogs have it's been really successful throughout their careers. Business mentality. Yes, business-like. I always say mm -hmm. Bones was like that for a while. You know, mm -hmm. he just, he wasn't the best dog, but he was just, He'd go out and treat a couple of coons. Mm -hmm. You had to treat three to beat him. Yep. And that was a, that's tough to beat. Yep. But I don't know, Jed. We've come a long ways. Houndsman XP has been really good to us. Uh, I wish Chris and the gang the best, and I'm sure I'll be helping them however they need help. But it will no longer be with the Truth Podcast. I'm guessing this is the last Houndsman XP podcast you'll hear me on. Yeah, I'm guessing so. 
I don't know. I bet if I call you, need you. No, I think <laughs> I. I tell you what, these podcasts, these are rough. Yeah, I mean they they take a lot of time. Yeah, because you don't have much of that. <laughs> oh. But it, I mean, no, it's been a great. I mean, yeah. and, I appreciate everything Chris has done. And for one us thing and, that Houndsman XP does that we lack on as a community is the the fight for our rights. Absolutely. They do such a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. You know, when a new bill comes out that's anti-houndsman or something like that, they're right on top of it. And they get it out the in front of the people. Yes. Uh, they have a great listenership. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other thing we did want to do was bond all houndsmen, you know, through the truth episodes and through houndsman XP. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that. You Absolutely. Know, the bear hunters are kind of getting us. Uh, the big game hunters are kind of mm-hmm. getting us out West and we're kind of getting where they're coming from. Yep. You know, my, my thoughts have shifted a little bit on all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. And you know, it takes a talented dog and a talented animal and a love of a sport to do anything right. Right. And do it well. Mm-hmm. And those guys do that just like we do. Yep. And Every so day. I do still think that our dogs are better. <laughs> just had to throw that I just had to throw a dig in but no them guys them guys out west and up north and out east bear hunting and the lion hunters out west those guys are good yeah you know them guys that take it seriously and, mm-hmm. and work on their dogs and do it right they're good too one thing I do want to mention is those guys that aren't good those guys that don't do it 365 and concentrate on it those are true houndsmen too yes if they hunt, absolutely if they hunt one night a month Yep. If they let their bear pack get fat all summer and come training season, they hunt one day a week and they're just there for come on. Those are just those are just as much a houndsman yep. as me and you are. Oh, or, absolutely. Or any of these other guys that are hunting every yep. day. And so that's one. The different. I mean, the thing about hounds is you either love them or you hate them. Yeah. And if you love a hound, it don't. I mean, you're always going to have one on your place. Yep. And that guy that's got. <clears throat> Some old blue tick laying on his porch that mm-hmm. may run out at night and tree, tree some game, you know, and he'll go out there in his boxer shorts and holler <laughs> it back or whatever. That guy's just as much a houndsman as yep. we are. And Absolutely. I hope he's listening to this and know that we don't think any less of him yep. because he doesn't do it as hard as we do. Yeah. And anybody that does think less of someone like that has their own issues. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. I, I hate those, a true houndsman this or a real a real dog man this a real dog man takes care of his dogs absolutely. and enjoys them however he feels like enjoying them absolutely that's it yep and you have no business telling anybody else that they're a true houndsman or not that's correct and with that we're gonna sign off we are leaving houndsman xp uh thanks again to chris powell who's a good friend of mine and always will be uh, i appreciate everything he's done for me and for Jed. And yeah, for, absolutely. And for the hound hunting community. You guys make sure and stay tuned to these guys every week because they are the best in the business. Yep. And thanks, Chris. Appreciate it all, and uh, good luck to you. All right. This is the final truth with Josh Michaelis, only on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network.